Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McKellen. The Braille Institute out of Los Angeles, California, developed a special contest called the Braille Challenge. The Braille Challenge is the only academic competition in North America that motivates young blind students in grades 1 through 12 to master and practice their Braille literacy skills. So how does this contest work? Lynn Wu and Keith Christian are here to tell us. The Los Angeles Times says that Lynn was a finalist in the 20th Annual Braille Challenge while she was a freshman at Tesoro High School in Orange County. Keith is a Braille Challenge proctor and an award-winning teacher of the visually impaired in Orange County. Welcome to the show, everyone. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. Glad you both are here. So, Keith and Lynn, tell us all about yourselves. Lynn, would you like to go first? Uh, You can go first. Oh, you're so polite. What a great (laughs) So my name's Keith Christian. I'm a teacher of the visually impaired in in Anaheim, California. Uh, This is my 25th year as a teacher. Um, So I've been around for a little while. I'm just a typical blind guy that uh, I'm very fortunate. Um, I've been married for 30 years and I have two wonderful children. And um, I've been... I'm living the dream, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate. And I've also been lucky that I've been able to participate uh, in the Braille Challenge since its inception in 1999, which I think the first one was in 2000. John Zamora came to us, teachers of the visually impaired at the Orange County Braille Institute and pitched the idea. And we all thought it was a great idea. And he took it and, and ran with it. And it became quite a uh, regional success and it just exploded. It went viral and it became a uh, international uh, competition, which includes the United States as well as uh, Canada. That is fabulous. Why don't you tell us about yourself, Lynn? Hi, so my name is Lynn and I am 14 years old. I'm a blind student in Orange County, California, and I've I've been a Braille user for four years now. I started competing in the Braille Challenge ever since 2019, and I'm very thankful to have been able to participate. That's great. Keith, what's the Braille Institute? The Braille Institute is a nonprofit agency that provides programs and services to help visually impaired and blind individuals uh, reach their potential for them to thrive in society and uh, they, they have a wide variety of programs and services to help them do that. Fabulous. And I'm sure one of those programs, of course, as it says in the title, is Braille. Well, yeah, they do provide Braille instruction to adults. Primarily, Braille to, is taught by teachers of the visually impaired to young individuals who are competing in this contest, though. What is the Braille Challenge? Uh. Well, uh, the Braille Challenge is a contest that gets kids who are Braille readers and writers to uh, hone their skills and uh, compete against each other and themselves to demonstrate their Braille um, skills. Um, What do you think, uh, Lynn? How would you describe the Braille Challenge? I agree. It gives uh, Braille writers and readers an opportunity 
to put their Braille skills to the test. And it's really fun in the process. So Keith, what grades can participate in the Braille Challenge? Uh, Kids that are in first grade through 12th grade can uh, participate in the Braille Challenge as long as they can read and write in Braille. Now, every contestant is divided into five categories. What are those categories? Oh, good. Uh, That would be the apprentices. That's first and second grade. Then we have freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors, or 11th and 12th graders. So we group kids um, so that they're competing against kids their same age and same grade levels, basically. I understand there are also different categories of Braille questions, including graphs and charts, accuracy and speed, proofreading, spelling, and reading comprehension, right? Yes, yes, yes. Those are, and the uh, younger kids, the apprentices and freshmen, they they will do spelling, reading comprehension, and proofreading, whereas the older kids, um, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, they will include um, uh, speed and accuracy and uh, charts and graphs as well as the reading comprehension and proofreading. Woo, takes me back to high school math class when I had to draw a bunch of graphs and charts on paper. How is the Braille Challenge proctored and scored? Well, there's lots of ways that it's done. Uh, The way that we do it here in Orange County, or there's many ways of having it done. Uh, The way that uh, we do it in Orange County with the Braille Institute is we take over part of the, uh, the Fullerton JC campus and we we have a bunch of classrooms with a uh, with a um, a big hall where all the kids and their families come in the morning. We cheer them on. Um, the families stay behind in this this big room. So so the uh, the contest is uh, being given while the parents and family members are are getting in service as well as training and and all that. And uh, the kids are taking doing two contests before lunch and then two after lunch. And while uh, those contests are being given, the uh, proctor, I mean, the, uh, the Braille transcribers are, are busily scoring those contests and getting them done by the end of the day so that we can have an awards, a cere- awards ceremony to uh, give out those great uh, awards. Whereas in other places, they, they are proctored by uh, an individual TVI or in small groups. There's, they're, they're done a variety of different ways across the country and in Canada. So I understand they compete in these preliminary events all over California from January through March. And then the top 50 students, that's like 10 for each category. They're invited to Los Angeles for three days full of camaraderie, fun, and yes, competition. What's this big event all about? Well, I think you just hit it on the head. Um, the the top 10 in each category gets to go to USC, the University of California, and stay there for three days with their families where they get together and they, they, um, they, uh, uh, they network. They, the kids get to go swimming in the pool and they do all these tours around the museums and they do all kinds of neat stuff. And then that Saturday, we have a big competition. And uh, Saturday night, we have a big uh, award ceremony to, to, uh, to award the first, second, third place winners and really just celebrate being there because the, the ones that make it to the International Braille Challenge are the best of the best. And uh, Lynn's one of them. And we're going to talk with you in a second, Lynn, about your experience. But everyone, because of COVID, 
There are both in-person and virtual options for going into the Braille Challenge this year. Talk about these options. Yeah, so it's really a shame because going to USC is really a, quite an adventure and it's a great time. But because of COVID, we are doing it virtually and uh, Braille Institute has done a tremendous job of making it fun and interactive and having a lot of wonderful uh, webinars or, or live interactive uh, workshops and things and uh, keeping it fresh and, and cool. But uh, I, I'm sad because the kids really deserve to go to USC, um, not to, uh, you know, go doing, doing the online thing is cool. They've really adapted well, but uh, there's nothing like traveling to USC with your family and networking with all these kids personally, the personal touch. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a great event and we're doing it in March 12th. Is it? All right. Uh, great. Well, Lynn, let's talk about your experience in the Braille Challenge. The LA Times says that you participate in the 20th annual contest in 2019 while you were at Tesoro High School in Orange County as a freshman. And you were also a finalist in that contest. Just talk, uh, just talk about your experience and how you competed to win big. Well, competing in the Braille Challenge is truly an unforgettable experience. You have the opportunity to meet people like you who also read and write Braille, people who understand what school life is like as a blind individual. Uh, but because of COVID last year, I didn't go to USC, but I was glad that Braille Institute was still able to make it happen. They didn't cancel it because of COVID. And by doing that, they still kept safety precautions in mind. In addition, although it is a competition, the atmosphere is still um, casual and light. Even though the tests are challenging, it is overall a fun day, a day where you can put your Braille skills to the test in a fun and motivating way. Great. What advice do you have for our listeners and their families who are or just want to be part of this exciting contest? Well, for those who want to be part of this exciting contest, I highly recommend that they do participate. No matter where their Braille skills are, whether they win or not, it is the experience that counts and the friendships you make at the competition may last forever. Keith, um, can you tell us about some of the other big winners of the Braille Challenge? Some of the other big winners? Um, sorry, I'm not sure what you mean. Um, any one of the big champions from the other years? Anybody in particular? Oh, there's so every every year there's there's uh, ten kids in each group and, and and every single one of them are incredible winners. It's great to get to know them and see them. They're inspiring and and uh, just amazing to meet them and and uh, their futures are are, are going to be bright. Um, and if you're interested in Braille Challenge, I would also recommend going to the Braille Institute's website or the Braille Challenge website, BrailleChallenge.com and download some of the test uh, prep materials and give it a try, see what it's about. And uh, you'll be surprised. It's, it's not as easy as it looks, but it sure is a lot of fun. It, it most certainly is. Um, so, so, well, what I guess I'm trying to ask you, Keith, is um, like any particular names of any particular contestants, just that, that's just who, who kind of stand out memorable in the competition, who, who won big the other years. Well, you know, I got to tell you that they're all winners. Sure. They're, they're all big names and, and a lot of them come back every year. I, 
I would hate to single out some and not others, um, but I would, I'm just thrilled and honored to meet any and all of them. They're just amazing. They, and they come from all over from, from Texas to, to Canada. Oh my goodness. That that's a lot of miles away, but it's, it's definitely, definitely rewarding. Now um, let's, let's get into a little bit here about um, how a little bit about the contest rules. Um, you, you must use a slate and stylus, correct? You can't use anything electronic, for instance. Well, no, we use, so reading comprehension and, and proofreading, you're reading paper braille um, for speed and, and you're using a braille writer for the, uh, the spelling for the young kids, which we're going electronic. We're going to be, we're looking at using electronic devices, but the speed and accuracy is where you're listening to audio recordings and you're transcribing them into Braille. Um, but as far as there is no slate and stylus uh, requirements, uh, you can choose to use a slate and stylus and I have seen it being used, but we use the Perkins Braille writer, but we are transitioning to a, an electronic version coming soon. All right, that's fantastic. Um... So how can our listeners learn more about the Braille Challenge, Keith? It's a good idea to go to the Braille Institute's website or the braillechallenge.com website and uh, uh, all the information there to sign up and download practice materials are there and uh, connect with the Braille Institute or ask your teacher of the visually impaired to get you signed up. Okay, fantastic. Is there anything else you both would like to add? You could also call 1-800-BRAILLE. 1-800-BRAILLE. That's an easy number. That's why I threw it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn and Keith, we hope that the Braille Challenge will continue to honor our hardworking Braille learners and inspire others to learn this unique and exciting language. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. You both are very welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading. This is home speaking out for the blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to speaking out for the blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind dot podcast dot co. That's all for this edition of speaking out for the blind. Thanks for listening and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community.
Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony, a weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization. Topics and news that affect us all, some great roundtable discussions, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday Edition. This is Cindy Van Winkle, Membership Services Coordinator. If you are not already part of the ACB family, you can join us by going to acb.org or call us at 612-332-3242 and we'll help you join our community. The American Council of the Blind plays an important role in the daily lives of blind and visually impaired individuals all over the country. Whether it's making products and services more accessible for the blind, advocating for appropriate education for blind students, issuing scholarships to deserving college students, fighting for accessible currency, along with a host of other issues, it takes contributions from all of us. You can help by joining the Monthly Monetary Support Program, MMS. It's a great opportunity for members and friends to make sure these efforts continue. What ACB does enhances all of our lives. For more information, go to our website, acb.org, click on the donations link, go to the MMS tab, and enter. Or call 612-332-3242. Light cool and be cool. Energy Star Qualified Lighting will help you save green by going green. It's in the lamp socket right next to your bed. How can that be? If every American home changed only one light to an Energy Star, we could prevent the equivalent in greenhouse gas emissions of nearly 800,000 cars. One small step for you, one giant step for America's energy supply. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Have you heard? There's a new show on ACB Radio Interactive. This is Jason Castingway inviting you to join me on Artfelt. I will be bringing music to you that stands out, pieces that fill the heart and rouse the body, from symphonies that ring to songs that swing to harmonies that zing. I can make my most fantastic most fantastic dreams come true. And everything in between. My goal is to take you on a musical safari, leaving you with the satisfaction of a journey well spent. So tune in to ACB Radio Interactive for Artfelt every Tuesday evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. For this is where music echoes the thoughts of the soul. This is Daryl Lukes inviting you to join me for my new show on ACB Radio Interactive. It's called The Classical Show. It's on every Wednesday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Each week I'll play some great classical music for you. I'll be playing everything from solo chamber works to large orchestral works. Everything from composers such as Bach and Handel through Copeland, Shostakovich, Vaughan Williams, and just about everything in between. I hope you can join me for my new show. 
It's called The Classical Show. It's on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on ACB Radio Interactive. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to put on a helmet. And when a boater capsizes or is thrown from the boat, there's rarely time to reach a stowed life jacket. But today's life jackets are lightweight and comfortable. Fishing or hunting, they don't get in your way. That's why you won't catch a Levani on the water without a life jacket. Don't let us catch you either. Remember, you're in command. Boat safely. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. For more information on boating safety, visit www.uscgboating.org. Do you have a hobby that you would like to discuss? A topic that you are very knowledgeable about and would like to present about to a very large audience? If so, are you interested in becoming a presenter on ACB Radio Mainstream? If the answer to any or all of the previous questions is yes, then we would be delighted to have you join us on ACB Radio Mainstream. On ACB Radio Mainstream, your program must be a talk show so it can discuss any topic relating to blindness, visual impairment, or the American Council of the Blind. Your program can be pre-recorded or live. To get started, email support at acbradio.org and let us know what type of program you would like to present, what the topic is, how often you will produce a new program, how long your program will be, and if it will be pre-recorded or live. We will work with you to get you on ACB Radio Mainstream as soon as possible. We look forward to having you join us on the ACB Radio Mainstream team. Do you use an Android or iOS device? ACB Link connects members and friends of the American Council of the Blind. With ACB Link, access valuable resources. Get push notifications designed to keep you in the know about late-breaking news items of value to ACB members and friends. Easily and conveniently connect to the ACB state and special interest affiliates of your choice. Be informed and entertained by the programming available from ACB Radio's various channels. Play ACB podcasts on demand and gain valuable information that focuses on dealing with sight loss, whether you're facing vision loss yourself or have someone in your life who is. ACB Link is intuitive, easy to use, and fully accessible. Download it today from your app store. Be in the know and enjoy what ACB has to offer through ACB Link. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream. Learn more about us at our website, www.acbradio.org.